Salute Nation, February 3rd, 2023, 4.53 a.m. on East Coast, and it's currently 11 degrees out here this morning in New York, episode 45. You know who I am. For those that don't know, please allow me to introduce myself. My name is Terrence L.A. L. Carey Jr. Yes, I'm swallowed as I said that. <laughs> what I do here, Salute Nation podcast. It's raw. It's uncut. It's recorded. And you'll hear my fuck-ups. I, I pretty much can say that for every episode. You're going to hear a lot of... um fuck-ups got a lot to talk about in this episode so let's get started brady yep not the brady bunch but tom brady has retired once again he did this last year to start the season or around this time last season. And there's some people that believe that he may come back to the NFL. (sighs) All because someone does something once doesn't always mean they're going to do that again. But I'm not mad at you for thinking that this is possibly not a hoax, but a one that Brady doesn't know how to make up his mind. I'm not mad at you for thinking that. It's understandable, right? Last year, he had a a, a, a record, well, not a record, but a, a big contract ready for TV deal, right? Something like $200 million. And this year, he has a, a, a pretty good, solid <laughs> deal waiting for him for Fox, or with Fox. And he still came back, but he came back and went back to the, you know, to, to Tampa Bay with pretty much everybody else who he was going to have, besides the head coach. Many people think he's going to come back to the league and sign with the Raiders. There's still people who believe he's coming to the Raiders. Let it go, guys. Okay? Let it go. Let it go. His last showing playing was terrible. I don't care what he did during the regular season. I don't care. What he showed against the Cowboys was terrible. It was a 24 or 21 points, somewhere less than fucking 30 quarterback rating. 50 is considered mediocre. He was extremely extremely below average. He wasn't even close to being mediocre. 
But people are still, well, he had to throw the ball 66 times. The running game wasn't there. It's funny when those people mentioned 66 times, but he completed 34, 35 of those passes, right? He wasn't good. <laughs> he wasn't good. I mean, we have this phrase in Raider Nation, no excuses, but yet you make excuses for the people you want. That's called agenda. Tom Brady isn't a young guy in quarterback or NFL standards. He's not that young anymore. He can't do it. He's 46 or going to be 46. And you expect him to, after having that showing, to want to turn around, have an offseason, regroup, get back into training, and come back, and he'll be a year older whenever his birthday is. I, I don't know. Just to be a bridge quarterback. And as some of y'all actually fucking think that if Brady does come or before he announced his retirement, that he was going to lead us to the Super Bowl because he knows the system. Keep in mind that that system was run tightly with the go ahead and yeah, that looks good. Okay, let's go in practice by Bill Belichick. Do you understand yet? McDumplings did not create this system. McDumplings did not create the Patriot dynasty, even offensively. Nope. Sorry. Not in two th when during the two thousand one or beginning of the Patriot dynasty, it was Charlie Weiss that was the offensive coordinator before he left. Then he eventually left and became the Notre Dame Fighting Irish head coach. McDumplings didn't become an offensive coordinator until 2005 or 2006. Granted, I mean, Patriots had a, you know, double decade, or <laughs> what, two decades of, of, of dominance. Also, many people are in this assumption that McDumplins led the led the uh, um, um, the the whatever that the Broncos <laughs> to the playoffs. No, dipshits, he didn't. His first year was eight and eight, and then his second year he fucking got he got let go. The year after is when they went to the postseason. That's with Mike Fox as their head coach, or whatever that Fox name is. Was it McDumplings? McDumplings is a shitty fucking coach, head coach. I, I want to emphasize on that. He's a shitty head coach. And many of you are like, just give him a chance. How many chances did this guy get? 
We gave Carr nine years. Not a full nine. But I, I get what you're saying. You want to give fucking McDumplings nine years? If we're comparing that to giving Carr nine years? You gotta be out of your fucking mind. Oh, no, 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 no. But we need stability. We can't be having these coaches' carousels. I agree. But this is where it becomes the problem, more so than the McDumplings or PG2 or Carr or whatever player or coaches we bring in. It's the retard that hires and fires. Yes, I'm still making shots at Mr. Marky Mark. I've always, you know, taken shots at ownership. All of my teams that I love. I'm a Yankee fan. I still fucking take shots at the Steinbrenners. We got fucking 27 world titles. And under the Steinbrenner umbrella, it's seven or eight of them. Seven. <laughs> and I still go after the ownership. You fuck up, you deserve to get fucking blamed. You deserve to for people not to fucking treat you good. You deserve to get booed. The Raiders, we haven't won shit since 1983, 84. <laughs> Whatever, one of the two years. <laughs> Against the Redskins. How about the, right, can we say Redskins? I mean, they were the Redskins at that time, so I guess you can get away with it. I don't know. How much time do you want to give to people who don't deserve that much time? No excuses, right? I, I'm not trying to be sarcastic with that, with that no excuses comment, because I totally agree. But how about we hold accountable the people that hire and fire? You complain that, you know, Carr was here for nine years. Whose fault? Not the fans. Not the coaches. Not the GMs. Yeah, for those who are on the same wave level as me and say, Marky Mark, you are 100% fucking correct. Marky Mark. No, not the fucking good, vi good vibration, whatever song he fucking did. Not the Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Is, you know, no, I'm talking about Mark Davis. The test tube failed experiment of Al Davis. But I'm not blaming all on Mark. As this is where this fucking bullshit started from since 2003. No, Al Davis deserves some blame. Fuck, I still blame Al Davis for the Marcus Allen shit. <laughs> and that was in the 80s, right? 80s, 90s, yeah, beginning of the 90s, or close to the beginning of the 90s.
I digress. Let's get back to Tom Brady. Tom Brady isn't coming. He's retired. He's staying retired. And if he does come back, he's going to another team. No, not the Raiders. He was never coming. I don't give a fuck what Dana White has to say. I don't give a fuck what Grunk had to say. We had a deal already in place. But Gruden nixed it. Do you actually believe that Brady would say, yeah, let's go to Vegas. I grunt you and I. Let's go to that fucking ownership and the poor stability of a fucking organization that they become. Yeah, let's go there. Let's go. Let's go there. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll have a house. We'll have a party. <laughs> Woohoo! Grunk's probably like, uh, Brady, brah. <laughs> they need more than just us. <laughs> Brady's, I know. <laughs> but what if? <laughs> we'll have Dana White Booker it, right? He's he's the greatest fucking promoter of all fucking time. Let's just let's have him talk to. Yeah, let's get it good. Come on. No, I'm not saying those reports were wrong. I'm just stating. <laughs> I don't believe nothing until it fucking happens. Okay? Okay? That, that, that's how I am. I don't believe in nothing until it fucking happens. So now the biggest question is, who will be the Raider quarterback? I'm not going to touch on that right now. I'll get to that when I get to the Raider topic. Because there's more that I want to talk about. And it that's not the, port, the sports section yet. WWE 2K23. Game footage. Has been leaking. Well, I don't want to say leaking. It's, you know, it's people who went to, excuse me, people that were invited to go to test the games out who do this on YouTube and whatever. The the good sources, actually. Um, Shit, they're the ones that warned the people about 2K20. They were 100% right. They said 2K19 was pretty good. They were right. 2K22 was was a good comeback that, you know, they say thumbs up when they went and tested it. 2K23 people are excited for. I am one of them. Seeing the people playing it and their their hype for it, especially a war games mode or that new feature for war, uh, war games being added. Fuck. Watching the gameplay of it, I'm like, <laughs> okay, good, good job, 2K. Yeah, of course it's an early build. The game doesn't come out until March 17th, unless you pre-order it. Now you can get it three days earlier, so March 14th. So we're not even a month away. And the build that they brought to the people to play was very good. 
sure there's bugs in it. I mean, there's not going to be a game that's never going to have bugs. Even if it's in the greatest final build ever, there's never going to be a video game out there that is 100% bug free. It just it doesn't happen that way. It doesn't happen that way. Any anybody who codes knows even you can clean it up as much as possible and write the cleanest code, you are going to have a bug. There's just nothing you can do about it. Nothing. But what you what what was seen, the lighting, um the, the movement, the muscle movement, the facials, uh, the facial expressions of getting slammed down, it was realistic. It looked good. It looked excellent. And the play was smooth. The new pinning system looks sort of like 2K4 or 2014 and 19 combined, but I mean it's it doesn't look as difficult. And their goal for this game is so anybody can play it, even if you don't know how. Which I think every game, every game developers develop a game for that purpose or wants to strive for that, which is intelligence, which is logic. But yeah, I mean, I'm excited for it. I'm excited for it hearing the people who I trust in their you know, go ahead and buy it <laughs> is, is, is a good sign when it's a month away or almost a month away. I can't wait for that. I'm thinking about pre-ordering. I'm thinking about get pre-ordering, get it the 14th, you know, granted, <laughs> um, maybe not. May, I'll probably wait because of, it's not wise to get a game three days early because it's not fully going to be open. Like like the updates, you know what I mean? It's not going to really be open to the first day uh, update, which most games have anyways, the first day update. So speaking of other video games, um, that will be the show. Uh, MLB The Show 23 will be coming out March 28th. Yep. Yep. I, I will talk about the a special edition when I get to the baseball side of it all on the sports side. Um, AEW's and uh, Fight Forever is still waiting about their rating, and that's why they haven't announced a release date. I thought it'd be by now, but I, I don't know. I, I you know, I mean, I don't have it insides to <laughs> to the industry to know really what's the hold up. Um, Assassin's Creed Mirage, which is going to be bringing back the, the 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 tradition of that franchise of gameplay stealth. Um, also is another to be announced. You know. But it's uh, both day, uh, both games are for 2023. Okay, well, considering we're pretty much still in the beginning of 2K or 2023, I mean, <laughs> we still got quite a few months to go. So <laughs> just hurry up. That's all, you know. But if I was AEW, to piggyback off of many people who believe this. Um, if I was AEW and you know the release date for WWE, 
um, 2K's game. I wouldn't come around that time. I I, I just wouldn't. To, uh, WWE has the name. Granted, the creators of the v- WWE video games is the ones making, you know, AEW game. You know, that THQ and 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 that and that um group. So it's not like they are new at making video games or even new at making wrestling games. They've been making wrestling games for, oh my God, going on 30 years maybe? 25, 30? <laughs> so it's 2K that is still new at making wrestling. <laughs> and before 2019, I believe, before 2019, it, it was THQ. That was making WWE 2K games, or working with the devs as well. Uh, you know, teaching the devs of 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 2K how to make the wrestling games. That's why 2K20 was shitty because you know the THQ was already gone, and they're the ones that built that IP. That <laughs> that. You know the the stubbornness of of the in house of two K wanted to keep their own guys, their own built in providers or developers as the chiefs, and and fuck themselves in the end. And that game was fucking terrible. Like WWE two K twenty, ML or uh, NBA two K twenty, um was just dog shit it was dog shit although nba 2k20 regrouped you know what i mean the the devs there knew how to function that side of the ip for the basketball side um but failed miserably in the <laughs> <laughs> my god that was so fucking terrible and i was like fuck 2k i wasn't sure that i wanted to buy i mean they took a full year off which was smart to build a whole new ip which they did and 2k22 i was hesitant to buy it but once i got the word from people who i trust then i bought it and i've enjoyed it i've enjoyed it i loved it so i brought it back good job you know what i mean and now adding war games yeah (laughs) and they tweaked um universe mode um which uh the many of the devs there that did interviews stated that especially the chief dev stated that um when I say chief, I you know I mean like the 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 head honcho of the developers, um, that he believes in and and loves so much of the universe mode that he feels this is the dark horse of of what people are going to actually like, which is big because many people have been crying for uh, an updated universe mode tweak it a little bring us something new they tried to do that in 2k22 but it just it wasn't that eh, you know what i mean it just fell flat because there were so many bugs in it that i didn't play universe mode what i did was do exhibition mode 
<laughs> and build my own universe. I mean, all you need is a pen and paper and imagination. And know how to do structure and know how to, you know, build matches and know how to tell a fucking story. And you're going to be okay with doing your own exhibition, making it into an old, your own universe mode. Without the cutscenes, of course. So moving on. Google, Meta, PayPal, and others are laying off a bunch of people. Not a bunch of people, but collectively in the business world and the tech world. Many people are losing their job. People are losing their job. But that's normal. That is so normal. You know what I mean? But I feel I truly believe, and this is gonna come into the next topic that I want to talk about. Here's why Google is struggling. And I don't want to say struggling. I mean, they're still they still making a lot of money. But um why they lay people off is because of that chat GPT. Yeah, I remember what I said in I think it was last episode or the episode before when I said the hype of chat GPT is fucking real. And it was so real that it did two things. It did two things, especially against Google. It forced Google, in my opinion, there's now, obviously I don't have proof because I don't have the inside scoop on Google or with Google, but Google, you know, laid off people because of that. That that's my opinion because from that what soon as that came about in November, October, November is when Google started losing some money. At least from the reports I've read. And now here's the other part that's leading into this. Google says, well, said on Thursday, yesterday, that in a couple of weeks. It will release its answer to chat GPT. Google's capable of that. Meta's make capable of that. Pretty much all your tech companies are, are capable of creating their own AI. I mean, I mean, it's, they have AIs built in in their machines anyways. Google is fucking has an AI. I mean, of course. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to this nice little competition with Google's um, answer to the AI. I, I'm really looking forward to it. Because here's the thing. What made WWE or F so good in the 80s is because of the competition it had. Why Monday Night Wars in the 90s was so good is because Vincent Kenny McNugget and the WWF at that time had to do something because WCW was kicking their asses for like 82 weeks, 86 weeks. I mean, literally kicking their ass where WWF was almost canceled, was almost closing its doors. Competition breeds. And then once in 2001, 
once Ted Turner, the owner of WCW, decided not no longer to be involved in the wrestling business and sold it to Vince. From that moment on, Vince also bought out ECW. Pretty much monopolized the whole fucking professional wrestling industry. Competition breeds. And this is what it's doing as far as our AIs. And now the reports of ChatGPT or the creators of uh, of it, which is, I, I, I said it in the last episode, I can't remember what it is, is going to be working with Microsoft. So Edge, the, well, Edge, you know, and, and what they use is Bing. When you punch something up, you're going to get a better response, quicker response. And for Google to do that, thank fucking God. Because how many people, I know I do, when you're searching for something and something else comes up that it's not even what you wanted. And you had to decipher through these fucking all these pages just to get to something that you were accurate. And then usually that's on the fifth, sixth, maybe tenth page. And it's like, why didn't you bring this up? <laughs> I fucking, you know what I mean? That's the problem I have with search engines. So good, competition breeds. I like that. Okay, you know the routine. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to hit you with transition, come back, talk some sports. You know Hoyas, Yankees, Bulls, Irish, Raiders, and the NFL. Be right back. That transition was called drum machine. I like it. Like it. I think I might use that again. Thank you, everyone who uh, stayed to listen. Appreciate it. Sports time. Now, I'm starting to think. That my predictions for my teams to win isn't good. But when I predict them to lose is like, you know, <laughs> am I the bad luck? I, I, I mean, I used to be, you know, when I predict teams to win, they, they used to win. I, I don't know what the fuck's going on. I don't know. I, I just don't get it. I don't get how that when I predict my teams to win, they they don't. And when I predict my teams to lose, they do. Or maybe my predictions, that means my predictions are good. I don't know. Maybe I should stop predicting. I, I guess that's probably it. Or pre stop predicting them to win. I, I don't I don't know. But anyways, where I'm getting at. It's it's pretty much at least when I predict them to lose, they do. Is when I'm talking about the Hoyas. 
I predicted the Hoyas would uh would win the game against Crichton on February first. But Crichton won sixty three to fifty three. Usually where I have the good luck is those on the Bulls side. But I'm not talking about the Bulls yet. So, yeah. Hoyas lost to Creighton. Next game is tomorrow, February 4th, where the Hoyas, 6-17, and 1-11 in the Big East, hosts the 24th ranked Yukon Huskies who are coming in at 17 and 6, 6 and 6 in the Big East. They last played on December 20th of last year. And Yukon won by easily defeating <laughs> by an easy game. I mean it wasn't tough at all. 84 to 73. The Huskies are 30 and 19 all-time against the Hoyas. Prediction. <laughs> Maybe I'll get it right. I was wrong the last one. I, I think I'm going to get this one right. I Huskies got this one. <laughs> yep. Hoy I'm, I'm predicting Hoyas will lose. Yep. Now let's talk about some Irish. Notre Dame. I'm not, you know, not meaning Irish people. Reported by Brian Briscoe. Or Driscoll. I, guys, you know I'm not good with name. From the Irish Breakdown fan nation of the SI. It was on the second of this month. Top Notre Dame CBR cornerback target, who is going to be coming in in 2024, or hopefully. He's a cornerback target. Leonard Moore will be making his decision soon. How soon? I'm glad you asked. Tomorrow. <laughs> uh, yeah, tomorrow. He, he decided he's going to make that decision tomorrow, February 4th. Um, I don't, I'm not sure what time that he's going to make that decision. He's 6'2", 175. Last two seasons with his high school, 71 tackles, 7 interceptions, 20 passes defended. Yeah, I mean, he goes to Rock, Round Rock, Texas. So he's a 2024 prospect. We we got Notre Dame's got a pretty good prospect list as current quarterback wise. I think in coming years, we're gonna have a pretty good defense in in a couple of years. Uh, maybe last next year, or this coming up year. I'm like I said, I I'm a, I'm a well I've. Not like I said. I mean, I've said this in episodes back. I'm really a fan of Freeman. I, I, I've i loved what he done. They started out terrible, like 0-3 or 1-2. I really don't want to relive that. 
but bounce back. Bounce back. Sure, they lost to USC. Um, and but they destroyed their opponent in the Pro Bowl Pro Bowl in in their in their bowl game at the Gator Bowl. So I mean it's I, I'm yeah, I, I just like what Freeman is doing. You know, however, the Irish could be losing offensive coordinator Tommy Reese to Alabama to be the he Tommy Reese, you know, might be going to Alabama to be their offensive coordinator. So that that will suck, but you know, I mean, Tommy Reese is not a Freeman guy. So I mean, it's you know, I mean, hey, good luck. You know, Alabama is, you know, I mean, they're, they had a down year, but they were ranked, what, third or fourth? <laughs> Pretty good for a down year. Ah, here I go talking again about the, about the, about the prediction side of it, because it's, you know, Bulls side now. Uh, baseball season down here, of course, I'll be making predictions of the, those series. I may not do it game by game. I may do it by series, you know, because baseball they play, you know, sometimes some once in a while two game sets. The rest are three games to four game sets. So the bull side. Monday. Monday's episode, I predicted the Bulls to beat the Clippers which was a January 31st game, which I lost. <laughs> uh, yeah, I lost because they lost. They lost 108 to 103 to the Clippers. However, not predicted because they had another game. The Bulls. Bounce back yesterday, which was February 2nd, at home against the Hornets. By the score of 114 to 98. So, I mean, listen, I predicted a win. They lost, and they bounced back to win the next game. That's good. Hey, what can you do? Next game is tomorrow, February 4th. Doubles, 24 and 27 right now. Will host the 25 and 26 Trailblazers. Uh, key note, though, that Trailblazers record will be different before the game against Doubles due to a game that the Trailblazers have against the Wizards tonight on the 3rd. Prediction. <laughs> Why do I do this to myself? Prediction for the Trailblazers versus Bulls. I'm going with the Bulls victory. Yep. Hopefully I go to it. Well, actually, you know what? Let me rephrase. I don't hope the Hoyas lose. So hopefully I'm one and one. <laughs> as much as I want the Hoyas to win, I, I, I will be okay if they win. <laughs> Even though I predict them to lose <laughs> with the Bulls, I think you know 50-50 they can win any game. I just do. 
now, time for the Yankees. All the predictions of what game is, because, you know. January 30th, Yankees hired their third, which we've been having three fucking hitting coaches. Um, Third batting coach and Brad Wilkerson, who wasn't a good hitter at all in his career. So what I want to talk about is the three hitting coaches. Since 2022, last season, Dylan Lawson, he is the uh, head hitting coach. Now, what's funny, when I went and looked up his Major League Baseball stats, I couldn't find any. Hey, y'all, uh, Boondrop. Why do we have a head, or, or a head guy on batting that's going to teach situational hitting uh, philosophy to pros when that schmuck never played a fucking single game in the pros. Not even minors. I can't even find his minor fucking stats. And I'm pretty good at finding stats. I, I just don't get it. I don't get that at all. So, due to them having one major or lead head, head uh, uh, um, I don't want to say head coach, <laughs> lead or head, okay, I guess I'll say head, head hitting coach. Yeah. Sounds weird. They have two assistants. One of them is Casey Dykes. Only two-year college. Or two-year college stats. However, if that's the same one from Western Kentucky, <laughs> I'm not 100% sure. <laughs> because when you look on a stat, you say, for, you know, when you look for batting, uh, what stance, like if it, if it, or side, if it's righty, lefty, or switch, or pitching, if it's pitching right hand or left hand, or, or what arm, you know what I mean? It said nothing. So to me, it's like, wait, is this him? Anyways, if it is him, he's you know got it. He's got he's got some college stats at least. But his college stats, I mean, they're they're pretty good. To tell you the truth, from Western Kentucky, if that's the same one. He 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 has a two eighty five batting average, a three sixty six OBP, which is on base percentage, and a three sixty three slugging percentage. If that's him. Now, cool, you, you're going to teach pros how to hit situational hitting philosophies and all that, but never played in the minor leagues or the pros, what's, whatever. Just two years of college. Get the fuck out of here. You know, you don't should you shouldn't listen to somebody that never done it before. That's that's the whole point of this. Now Wilkerson, however, does have a resume, and he he's the assistant. He's played eight season in the Major League Baseball. However, a two forty seven batting average, a three fifty OBP. 
440 slugging. That's his career numbers. He at least has the resume, like I stated. <laughs> uh, where the other two don't. That is the 2023 New York Yankees hitting staff. What has the Yankees, I'm talking to Yankee fans or people who want to bash the Yankees, what has the Yankees been having trouble with? It's not their pitching. It's their offense. Situational offense. How to bring somebody over from second or third, which is runners in scoring position, to home. It's because we got dipshits who suck at hitting themselves. What the fuck? <laughs> See, I have this philosophy, okay? All right? I have this philosophy. I don't go to my doctor and ask him for legal advice. I don't ask my lawyers medical advice. I don't ask somebody who has never done any graphic design for graphic design advice. Why would players trust guys that have a never been in this situation before in the pros and to suck now i would listen to wilkerson because hey he's eight years to play eight years in the league that's 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 fantastic okay your 247 batting average which is considered great now or acceptable i should say excuse me i just burped by the way but what the fuck? Hey, cash fuck. Hey, Steinbrenner. Hey, Boondrop. I just solved your problem here. You want to know why we sucked on offense? Because you got people teaching people who fucking can't hit themselves. Too stupid. Come on. Hey, hey, I'm, 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 hire me. Here's my philosophy, Judge. Stop swinging at every fucking thing. Okay? Although, Judge, only problem Judge will ever have is staying healthy, which the last two years he's been healthy. And, of course, what he did last year was fucking monstrous. You know, I mean, he signed a big contract now, so. I just hope he doesn't resort into getting hurt. <laughs> God, Jesus. Uh, there's the... The, you know, first world problems. <laughs> Worrying about what your team's going to do when people are fucking starving. Anyways, hopefully it pans out. Hopefully, I, I don't know. There's a lot of moves to be made. It's, you know, spring training is on its way. You know, we, we, I mean, there's less than two weeks. February 16th. Pitchers and catchers report to camp. It's February 3rd. Whew, I'm excited. February 20th is when everybody else reports to camp. God damn it, I'm excited. 
I mean, I think the first game is the 26th, 28th, the, well, spring training game. The first major league base, I mean, like the first game that actually that counts is March 28th, 29th, 30th, 31st, one of those four days. The Yankees face the stupid Giants. <laughs> not only do we, you know, say, nah, you're not getting judged from us. We took Rondon from you. <laughs> yeah, how, how's, uh, how's a Corora doing? <laughs> yes, I'm starting to be fucking bashing already. So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. And also that means spring is coming, which is, you know, for those that live in the East Coast, you know, we, yeah, you know, you, know I mean? you guys who don't face the code don't understand. So remember what I was saying about MLB The Show? About a special somebody that's going to be on a cover. Collector's Edition. Derek Jeter will be gracing the cover of MLB The Show 23 for the Collector's Edition. Will I go get that? Nah. <laughs> no. <laughs> I... I mean, I like Jeter. You know, I respect him. He's a captain. Well, was the captain. Judge is now the captain. But, I, I, listen, you're going to have to do more than that just to get me to buy the game from a cover. You know what I mean? Especially that much. Fuck that. Fuck that. I mean, and I'm a fan of the show games. I mean, I think they're the best sports games out there. I mean, I've only, I only really play Madden hardly. Um, because um, uh, it's boring. Um, but MLE the show, it's I've I've always loved the show. So now let's move on to some Raider talk. Now that Brady has retired, the major push, rumored or allegedly, is all on Rogers. That is what many believe to be the only answer for quarterback one. But to gain Rodgers, a trade must occur. And I'm not talking about trading car. Obviously, that's most likely going to happen or release. But a trade for Rodgers would mean that the Packers will have to agree. And what would the Packers want for him? As well as, will Rodgers take a pay cut? Keep in mind, he's 39 years old. For a 39-year-old, I, Terrence L. Carey Jr., would not give up future picks, that means plural, for a 39-year-old player, especially a guy that's, you know, tops maybe two, three years, absolutely 
fucking know. Not for a guy that doesn't automatically give us a title opportunity. We are not. We are not. And I will argue and disagree with anybody that says we are a quarterback away from competing with a title. Because even with a Rodgers, let's say it does happen. And, you know, whatever. I mean, obviously, none of us fans make the decision. But if it does happen, right, and we re-sign Josh Jacobs, whoever our number two will be, Waller decides that, hey, I I feel good. I'm going to fucking play a full season. He returns to his old self. Renfro is back to his old self. And this offense can score 40 points. The question remains is can our fucking defense? Because we're going to lose a lot of people on defense, folks. The team that we had last year of defense is not going to be there. And it's not like that was a great fucking solid defense. That fucking defense gave up double-digit leads more times than more some of you motherfuckers can count on your hands because it was more than five times. Oh, well, it's probably about five times. Halftime leads, five or six. Get the fuck out of here. We're not a quarterback away. We have so many pieces to fill. Here's another thing, too. Now, here, I'm not saying Rodgers is not good. It's my same argument that I had with about Brady before. The difference is, is Brady was a free agent. And the only thing he would have cost is money. But he's a type of guy that is not selfish. He would take a pay cut because he knows that it takes a team to win in a team sport. Rodgers who had D.A. before, could only mustard. Oh, wait, no, he didn't muster a Super Bowl ring with Devontae Adams. My bad. I digress. This is what I would do, because I know that Packers are not going to take anything less than, than fucking picks. And Rodgers is not going to take a pay cut, regardless of him saying it or not. Remember, I go by facts. I go by prove it. This is what I would do, logically. Obviously, you build the trenches, defense and offense. You build that defense to become a legit defense juggernaut. I mean, you're also high up on uh, PG, too, right? I mean, he's a great coach, right? But anyways, this is what I would do. Resign Stidham. Yeah, I, I guys, I, I do not think we're going to have a good year. I don't. I don't. I just don't. 
I don't. And that's including if, if we get Rodgers. I don't think we'll still have a good year. What, 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 what? A couple games better? So seven, six, you know, seven wins, eight wins? All right. Get the fuck out of here. So re-sign Stidham or sign Reset. He knows the system, too. I mean, obviously, there's uh, Jimmy G out there, but, you know, he has more injuries than fucking... I don't know. He just he's injured a lot, but he knows that system too. Draft a quarterback in later rounds. So for those that want Richardson, <laughs> come on, guys. Question for those people who are so uh, want Richardson, why? I mean, all I hear is he's got good talent. Yeah, most of your fucking players in the NFL have fucking talent. <laughs> it doesn't mean he's going to be good in the pros. <laughs> so what? He can run good. He's a project, you idiots. You don't spend fucking a project or a seventh pick on a fucking project. That's dumb. You set, you You get the seventh pick for a guy that that at least one or two years from now he will start. Richardson's not going to he, he's he's about that's about a four or five year project. He can't read defenses. His throwing angles are off. I I, I just don't see it. Now, a CJ Stroud, okay? I mean, I'm not in this hype of no more fucking Ohio State guys because of Pryor. I mean, Pryor was a great talent. He was just a receiver. People, you know, draft being drafted as a quarterback. That's shame on the fucking Al Davis. <laughs> but you can't decide that all people who are coming from Ohio State is going to be not a good player or not a good quarterback. So CJ Stroud, sure, okay. Um I mean there's other picks out there that you can go with in the draft. But unless it's a quarterback ready that it's that, that's take it's going to take less than 2 years to be a project then otherwise you go defense. Cuz that's what we need. We need defense. We need trenches. And this also means when I say trenches do not go offensive lineman in the in that round. No, you save them for later, or you sign a veteran. Or if not this year, I mean, if you're if I'm going to draft a quarterback this year, it's later rounds, and I'm talking later than the fourth, or wait until next year. Okay. NFL-wise, that's pretty much done with the Raider news. NFL-wise, it's the Pro Bowl. It's free weekend for me. I don't give a fuck about the Pro Bowl. I haven't watched the Pro Bowl in over 20-some-odd years. Don't give two shits about it. So, until the next episode. If it's not Monday, it, it will be sometime you know this weekend, but most likely Monday. So, until then, 
Until next episode, Salute Nation.